0: Season 1, episode 47. Um, and if you don't mind, I took my mask off so I could talk fairly legibly. Can you talk legibly? No. I'm talking clearly. But I'll put my mask right on. So don't call the mask police. Okay, please.
1: Okay, he's too stupid to talk and too ugly to eat.
0: Because it's a great world.
1: given a piece of his mind to so many people it's a wonder there's a mind left it's insane eric lane's stupid world
0: i think we're going to start uh, by calling 2020 a leap year is is it really is a leap year isn't it i think i think 2020 has been a leap year Real, in reality but i think <laughs> it's also going to be a leap year in that i think we're just going to leap over it into 2021 we just go from twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one and just leap right over it um, <laughs> because, because uh, nothing's going on, you know, but there's been a lot of really good stories coming out of this thing, okay um and and, and uh, so that that's and, and plenty of uh, plenty of, of material for me I, I have to really make close decisions on whether I should keep a stupid story are toss it, you know very difficult this week, so many good stories, but the one that I really <laughs> I really like <clears throat> completely tacky and tasteless, okay, I will say that, but I still think it's hilarious now um i don't know where you are listening the podcast from um i didn't haven't checked the uh <clears throat> the, the 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 diagnostics the um all the nuts and bolts of, it, of of where people listen to the podcast. But I'm assuming that there are a few folks that do listen in Pennsylvania, where um, here in our fair Commonwealth, we've been having our own issues with dealing with this coronavirus pandemic, right? Um, and most of, the, uh, most of the directives have come from our state health secretary. Our state health secretary. If you've not seen our state health secretary, because um, <clears throat> national media has at least once that I can know of have has has put a spotlight on our <clears throat> on our state health secretary. But our state health secretary was born as Richard Levine. However, after you know getting married and having a family, some children. Richard wasn't happy being Richard, and Richard decided he wanted to be a Rachel. So, which is fine if that's the way your door swings. I guess that's your that that's your prerogative. Okay. Um, but look, you can't really blame society for coming late to the party all the time. Okay. And for some of us here in Pennsylvania that don't live in the urban cities where things are much more progressive, like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, probably more so Philadelphia. I'll even include Erie into that, and maybe part of the Poconos, since most of the people in the Poconos really are New York City res- people anyway. Most of the folks in Pennsylvania And live in what we call Pennsylvania, they're hillbillies. I grew up in Arkansas, okay, and I know hillbillies. Trust me. I had a grandmother living in the Ozark Mountains, and I don't think you could get any more hillbilly. I watched her go to the chicken pen where she was fattening up some fowl, open the door, reach in, and snatch a chicken by the neck. And walk back to the house, swinging the chicken over her head um, to um, disconnect the head from the body. And then I watched that headless chicken flop around all over the yard until it finally keeled over. So she's pretty hillbilly. A lot of hillbillies in Pennsylvania. And a lot of these hillbillies, well, they're not quite there yet in accepting... Richard slash Rachel Levine as their state health secretary, especially whenever you see Rachel put on a lovely curly blonde wig. And of course, you know, Rachel has had some uh, surgical assistance in the transformation. So, needless to say, there are a lot of um, jokes being made in Pennsylvania about our state health secretary, which really sort of undermines whether or not we want to take Rachel seriously or not. Such is the case with a little um, tavern, a um, watering hole, um, or whatever you want to call it, in the lovely uh, mountains of Pennsylvania, part of the Allegheny Mountains, I guess, which is in really in the fat big middle of nowhere, Not far from the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon, if you know where that is. Um, Wellsboro, Pennsylvania. Northern Pennsylvania. It's Crossroads Tavern, located in Morris Township. And they thought, well, this would be a really cool menu item to add to their restaurant. Um, (laughs) I was mocking Dr. Rachel Levine. But... um, It definitely got a lot of traction, especially when some of the uh, news media picked it up. And, of course, let me also say this Crossroads Tavern no longer has this menu item for obvious reasons, since it's become a statewide (laughs) joke. In fact, Crossroads Tavern had to come out and uh, on their Facebook page uh, um, have their mea culpa Apologizing profusely for this, meaning they meant no personal harm to Rachel Levine, but the screenshot was there for all to see. Uh, On this particular menu, which was called the Governor Menu, that's right, at the Crossroads Tavern, um, and and uh, well, it has a nice caricature of our illustrious governor. Uh, Tom Wolf, where it says alcohol can only be served for or served um, for on-premises consumption when um, the same transaction as a meal. You can't just come in. That was another that was another rule of the governor. You just you know, you got to have a meal. I don't know why that has anything to do with helping to prevent coronavirus, but at any case. But this was also on the menu. You had your popcorn bowl, your garlic bread stick, your bag of chips, toast with butter, macaroni salad, baked beans and applesauce. Of course, a pickled egg. Any good Pennsylvanian would appreciate a pickled egg. And then there is Levine balls. Yes, Levine balls. That, that, that was, to me, was enough to put me in the floor, gales of hysteric laughter, trans you know, uh, transforming out of my mouth. But, um, but then I read the description. The Levine balls, by the way, were 50 cents, if you wanted to splurge. The description for Levine balls, quote, two spicy cheese balls named after health secretary Levine, since he, she does not realize he has a set and would not miss them. So, and obviously, uh, about a week later, here it says, last week, a menu was printed for the tavern that was in poor taste. I don't know. I haven't tasted the Levine balls. They might have tasted pretty good. Although I did not print the menu, I am at fault for allowing it to be displayed at my tavern. It was in bad taste, and I never meant to offend anyone. I am sorry if I allowed it. Wait a minute. I am sorry if I allowed it. But didn't you just say you allowed it? But anyway, he's apologizing if he allowed it. I am sorry, Dr. Levine, and anyone else that was offended. Anyone knows me knows I am not a judgmental person. Once again, I am sorry for my lack of judgment. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, so... Uh, I guess what ended up happening, a trans woman from Morris Township, Pennsylvania, says the intention might not have hurt meant to hurt people, but acts like these do. Um, and, of course, the governor had to make a few comments. Hate has no place in Pennsylvania, even the smallest transphobic joke action or social media post. Okay. Um, I don't know that that would consider that as hate, but certainly... Tasteless. Um, but the stuff that has been said about conservative politicians, about President Trump, my goodness, you know, that, that would really pale in comparison to a plate of Levine balls, you know, sounds kind of appetizing, frankly, you know, I wonder if they at least can share with me the recipe. I'm open to talking about anything, but love talking about surviving and the stupidity that is always around us. And if you're insane enough to ask, I'm always insane enough to reply. I'd love to hear from you either by leaving a voice message or a written message. And you can do that at podcast.insaneericlane.com. Leave any comment that you have from a podcast or a question you might have, and I'll be happy to address either one. Your question or comment might even just be played and or talked about in a future podcast and if you or someone you know would actually like to join in on a podcast you're more than welcome to participate and if you have that anchor app on your phone you can do just that it's as simple as a phone call download the app at your favorite app store and add our podcast my podcast to your favorites You can also email me with comments and questions, requests at shoutout at InsaneEricLane.com. That's Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E.com. Of course, you should certainly subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you listen to it on Apple, Breaker, Google, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio, Public, or Spotify. And of course, don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Lane. That's Insane, erik L-A-N-E. Well, now that we've kind of got your appetite whetted (laughs) with something delicious to eat, like um, Levine balls, um, let me tell you about something that may not be near as appetizing. Um, Hot dog Rice Krispie Treats. Yeah, they're now a thing. You know, um, the local... Convenience store chain in Western Pennsylvania and points beyond, Sheets, okay, um, based in Altoona, Pennsylvania. They have a new um, hot dog beer. Supposedly it's beer, uh, which I've talked about in an earlier podcast. They, when they brew the beer, they throw a hot dog in the um, in the vat and let it ferment with the hot dog. First, I, it Doesn't taste like a hot dog, but but now we're putting hot dogs in Rice Krispie treats. Now, it's a survey about, first off, where this is going. Um, it's top comfort foods that, during the pandemic, were all stress-eating. The number one uh, top pandemic stress-eating food, potato chips. I, frankly, I don't, need a, I don't need a pandemic to eat potato chips. And it's coming, you know... Pennsylvania is the potato chip capital of America. I'm telling you, we have got more potato chip companies than any place I've ever seen. Every little area has its own potato chip company, and my area is Middlesworth. If you're from Pennsylvania, you know Middlesworth barbecue potato chips. They can't hold a can Lay's can't even hold a candle to what Middlesworth can do, okay? I don't care how many flavors of Lay's potato chips there are. Middlesworth potato chips. Are the bomb barbecue the barbecue, not the kettle cook the barbecue potato chips? I dare you to to, to I dare you to challenge me on this. But they are the number one stress eater uh, or stress eating choice in the pandemic. The next one is ice cream. Okay, well I'll I'll admit I have gone out and bought my share of potato, t- potato chips and ice cream, uh, and of course living in central Pennsylvania, that ice cream has to be from the. Uh, Berkey Penn State Creamery. Um, Next thing you know, they're going to be coming up with potato chip ice cream. They may already have done that. I'm not sure. But then after that is candy, obviously. Then pizza, followed by mac and cheese. Now, there you have it. There's your pandemic foods, top comfort foods. But this did not make the list. Now, I know quarantine has brought out people's desire to bake, and also people's need to eat strange combinations of whatever they have in the house. But this, I don't know. Website called The Vulgar Chef released a new recipe for, are you ready? <clears throat> hot dog Rice Krispie Treats. Or as we would call them in the South, Rice Crunchy Squares. Basically, it's a batch of Rice crispy Treats with a cup of hot dogs mixed in. And then ketchup and then mustard and relish on top. No, I didn't find any reviews online, so I really can't tell you if the combo works or not or if it's going to taste just as unsettling as it sounds. So, well, anyway, moving on to something um, a little more of a hot topic. Um, Here's one where a car catches fire after a burning candle inside falls over and ignites papers. Hmm. Happened in... Charlotte County, Florida, where fire crews put out a car fire at a Culver's restaurant in Murdoch. Now, the driver tells the firefighters a fragrant candle he was burning in the car tipped over onto some papers and ignited the blaze. He stopped the car outside the restaurant and ran for a trash can to fill with water and pour on the fire. But by the time he returned, the car was completely engulfed. The car was a total loss, no surprise, but no injuries. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, I guess it's so nice to know that we shared the public roadways with such intelligent and conscientious drivers. I don't know, a fragrant candle in a car. I mean, whatever happened to those hanging air fresheners from the rearview mirror? You can even get some now that you can clip to your uh, air conditioning vents, you know, that smell like a Yankee candle. Oh, boy. So, yeah, this pandemic makes us do a lot of weird things, like the guy that says his lockdown probably would have been a lot harder to deal with without his five sex dolls. Yeah, that's right. The sales of those realistic sex dolls have really spiked, (laughs) as well as the coronavirus since this whole thing started. One guy with five of them says it really would have been a lot harder for him without them. Now, we've changed his voice to hide his identity.
1: Right now, I have five lovely ladies. But Now with the pandemic, living on your own, one of the biggest thing is loneliness.
0: Sometimes you just want a hand to hold. Dressing them, undressing them, and Uh, taking photos of them. It's quite amazing how much they can lift
2: one's mood. Without the dolls, I don't think I would be able to get through the pandemic. I think I would get cranky and uh, unhappy if I didn't have these dolls to uh, keep me occupied.
0: So, you know, because of all the people isolating, self-isolating, I guess, and a lot of other self things, these love doll sales have definitely had an uptick. (laughs) And you know, the funny thing about it is, you know, they've gotten so lifelike. Uh, There's even some I've read, well, not a sex doll, but I mean, we're talking about, um, like, artificial intelligence dolls, that you can even see them breathe. I mean, well, their body moves like they're breathing. I mean, they're just really that that lifelike. But (laughs) I'm afraid they're a little too lifelike.
2: Introducing the latest in love doll technology. Oh, baby, that was great. The talking love doll. You are the best I've ever had. You are a stallion. She sounds just like a real human. Way to go, big boy. Able to recreate the relationship you never had. That was better than a root canal. The talking love doll 5,000. You're definitely in the top 50, okay? You can leave now. Now
0: available with the mute feature.
2: What are you thinking about? We need to talk.
1: New from Ranchco.
0: And she left the doggy door open for her little pet. But something else got in. Yeah, this might make you think twice before putting in one of the little doggy doors. Julie Lufflin of Greensboro, North Carolina, was in bed. She sees a fox slip into her home from the patio through the doggy door, meant to be used by her nine-year-old beagle, Duchess. She said the fox came into her room, up onto her bed, and latched itself onto her foot. So after she pried the animal off, she held onto it while she calls 911. That should have been quite a sight. During the... <laughs> what, what does the fox say? <laughs> I don't know. During the call, she tells the dispatcher, right on my bed, I've got my hand around his neck. She held on to that animal for 12 minutes until the police got there, broke down the patio door, and took care of the fox, which turns out, yes, was rabid. (laughs) Of course, if it were me, job number one would have been sealing up that doggy door. Then getting rid of the dog. I have a cat instead. Well, here's my question, though. Why couldn't Duchess the Beagle have gotten off her butt and helped out? Apparently it wasn't a foxhound. And some of us are um, still teleworking in some places. And, uh, well, okay. <clears throat> uh, some of it changes because you're not around your boss physically, but you, I don't know, does your boss tend to get even worse when he doesn't see you or she doesn't see you in the office and you're teleworking and so they've got to check up on you twice as much? You know? Well, here are the top things that we all hate about our boss. and I'm, I'm sure we have plenty to talk about, but I'm sure the two top ones are micromanaging and rudeness. Now, I took a course in college and, my, my second area of specialization, my minor, was in management. And I, I've read a lot of case studies discussed in classes how to solve different case studies of different situations that supervisors and bosses would have to handle. And I can tell you in all the years I have been in the workforce, <clears throat> I have yet to see anybody who follows anything that was taught in college. Whether you like your boss or hate them, Definitely directly correlated to how close they sit to you. That's according to the new study. So, frankly, if you're working at home, I guess that's a little better. But the farther you are away from your boss, the more likely you are to dislike them. There are 10 reasons people don't like their bosses. Somebody actually sat down and um, correlated these. Number one is they micromanage. Oh, Believe me, that is my number one pet peeve. It's like if you... If, if you Look, if you hired me, let me do my job. Otherwise, do it yourself. Number two, they're never available or they don't respond. Yeah. Oh, I'll just let you do something wrong and they'll be right there. Pronto. Number three, they're incompetent. That might be a relative uh, answer. Kind of depends on your definition of incompetent. Number four is they're rude. Although some of them, I might say, ask for the rudeness. Number five, they're condescending. I don't know a boss that is not condescending at some point. Number six, they have no empathy. Yeah, for some reason that goes out the window as soon as they, you know, like what, five seconds after they get promoted. Number seven, they're a bad listener. Well, of course they're a bad listener. That's one of the job qualities. That's what makes them attracted to the higher position in the, you know, organizational chart. Number eight, they gossip. Oh, you know they do to other people, you know, in other departments. Oh, yeah, i got one guy in my department. Oh, boy. Yeah. Number nine, they're self-serving. Look, I think we all are. And number 10, they have a bad temper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, Um I, 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 I've, I've worked for a few of those, too. Now, being too nice, believe it or not, was also a fairly common answer. They're too nice. Oh, boy, some people you just can't please. The study also looked at which states hate their boss the most. So folks in New Mexico, boy, they really hate their boss. They were number one. And a full one-third of people don't like their boss. One-third of the people there in New Mexico don't like their boss. Now the rest of the top five, Oklahoma, Alabama, Michigan, and Iowa. Hmm. Well, an NBA player had uh, quarantine, because he went out to a strip club. Yeah, that bubble that the NBA was hoping to stay in apparently had a hole in it. L.A. Clippers player Lou Williams quarantined for 10 days. He left Orlando to go to a funeral and then, well, stopped by a strip club on the way home. He was in Atlanta after the father of a close friend passed away, and after the service, he stopped off at the gentleman's club called Magic City. He was uh, outed by a rapper named Jack Harlow, who posted a photo of him together. He deleted it, then tried to claim it was an old photo, but Lou had a brand new NBA mask on. So it couldn't have been that old. Lou eventually admitted he went to the strip club, but claimed he only stopped in to get food. <laughs> right. And I only look at Playboy for the articles. I mean, if he had just gone to the funeral, he would have had to quarantine for four days. But now a strip club, that's a higher risk. So that's 10 days. He missed at least two games and forfeited about 150000 bucks of his salary. Hmm. Well, while we are either quarantined or working at home, we will end up on a conference call sometime, either on a Zoom call or just a telephone conference call. And um, one in six people have taken a work conference call while they're in the loo. So next time you have a conference call with five other people, just know one of them is probably talking to you while they're punishing the toilet. This new survey said one in six people say that since the whole working from home thing has started, they've taken conference calls while sitting on the can. And the survey also found 4% of the people eat on the toilet and 4% sometimes, sometimes take naps. I'd, I want to know, number one, who surveys these people and number two, Who honestly answers them? I don't know. Apparently we have nothing to do. Maybe we're taking the survey while we're sitting on the toilet. Also, since the pandemic started, one in three people say they use the bathroom as a chance to get some alone time. (laughs) I I don't have to do that just because of work. I get some alone time from my family by going to the bathroom. 72% have increased the amount of time they've spent on the toilet. That's right. But the odd thing is, We still, in spite of this pandemic and the fact that we need to keep our hands washed, don't wash our hands when we use the toilet. Don't understand that. I really don't. Anyway, well, a guy gets himself arrested for cartwheeling in the street, and he tries to cartwheel escape from the cops. This is beautiful. I mean, they're not the ninja move that this guy thinks that they might be. In Orlando, Florida, the cops get this call about a 40-year-old guy named Gianfranco Fernandez. He was blocking traffic in the road by doing cartwheels. Now, when the cops get there, they try to arrest him, but he managed to give them the slip. And then he tried to cartwheel away from them. Unfortunately for him, though, cartwheels, not exactly a good escape move. The cops obviously very easily detained him and arrested him. He's charged with resisting arrest and battery on a law enforcement officer. Now, of course, the bad news, he's probably going to be incarcerated. The good news is, well, he can use his cartwheeling skills to join the prison cheerleading squad. I can't believe I'm going to do this, but here it goes. Kind of reminds me of the old Yo Mama joke. You know, Yo Mama's so fat that instead of a cartwheel, she does a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Yeah, Yeah, well, okay. Well, here's something you don't necessarily see all the time. A guy's unhappy because his girlfriend only wants to have sex if her female friends can join in. Definitely proof it's possible to find the downside in every single situation in life, you know. He's a 23-year-old guy in the UK. He wrote recently in a sex advice column called Dear Deidre. He has a problem. He's been with his 22-year-old girlfriend for over a year they recently had group sex with three of her very attractive female friends, but now things have changed. The guy says the five-sum was quote an incredible experience, but you see, since then his girlfriend hasn't wanted to have sex with him unless her friends can join in too. Apparently, she enjoyed it as much as he did. Now he writes, "I cannot remember when it was just me and her having sex." and it's really starting to bother me. And if I say anything, she just says that I should think how lucky I am. <laughs> so what advice did he get? And <clears throat> Well, Deidre said he should have a heart-to-heart with his girlfriend and find out what's really going on. Like if she's unhappy with their sex life or relationship and what changes they could make if that's the case. And if that doesn't work, Deidre says, maybe... He should say what he wants. Um, he, He just should say he wants to pause the whole orgy thing because he's worried about Corona. Yeah, blame it on Corona. It's easy out for a lot of things, including not being able to find an adequate mask. A woman casually puts on a KFC box as a makeshift face covering while shopping you know, a lot of places, it's now mandatory to put on face masks before you go into a store. Okay, similar rules are in place worldwide while we get through this pandemic. And this one woman was caught on camera waltzing in to a store with a cardboard Kentucky Fried Chicken box over her face. Of so she can go and do a little shopping in the mall. Of course, the photo went viral after everyone shared it. Talk about being dangerous. The only acceptable headwear from KFC would be the bucket, you know? The woman said she knew the box looked ridiculous, but it
2: smelled fantastic. <laughs> this is KNN.
0: I need to speak to your manager,
2: the Karen News Network.
0: This Karen wants pizza. A maskless Karen woman at a Papa Murphy's pizza joint in Washington got into it with employees and customers claiming she doesn't have to wear a mask because she's hard of hearing. (laughs) And she dropped the line, I have a right to my pizza. You gotta fight for your right
2: to pizza!
0: Can't wear a mask because she's hard of hearing. Um, I'm I'm really wondering where is she putting that mask? You don't need a mask.
1: This is an American Disability Act because I am part of hearing, and I have a right to speak my mind, and I have a right to see your lips because you do not, under any circumstances,
2: violate. Y'all should call the police. You know
0: what? What, Karen? What, Karen?
1: I have a right to
0: my pizza. And then another Karen at a donut shop in El Paso, Texas, throws a box of donuts at an employee, who asked her to wear a mask.
2: It's proper to put on your mask correctly, both over your mouth and nose. That way everyone in the building is safe. I handed her her donuts and she got very confrontational with me and told me, you can't speak to your, your customers like this, and then proceeded to throw the box at me. When I told him I couldn't give him the refund, he got angry and grabbed the mug and asked how much it was. I told him how much it was and he decided to take that as Payment, I guess, for us not giving him his refund. There are always those like people that like to kind of get confrontational with you, even if it's just verbally, and they'll say, "Okay, well, fine. I'm not going I'm, to. I'm leaving home without donuts today."
0: And you may have seen this one on social media. This is just outrageous. A Karen maces a couple for eating without a mask. Happened in San Diego when this couple claimed this older woman pepper sprays them because they weren't wearing masks while eating in a park now the video has this woman claiming she was merely defending herself but there was obviously no sign that the, anybody was being violent except Karen
1: what are you doing That's you
0: cannot okay. be serious you just, you just
1: maced you just mace him you just mace him you just mace him and their food because you disagree don't worry i'm that videotaping is not okay not okay you know people like that What's wrong, wrong with you, lady? That is wrong. This is her car. I Somebody. Don't worry, I got it. You weren't defending yourself, lady. And I've got this.
0: And the, uh passengers on a, an airline applaud as a maskless Karen is kicked off a flight. The woman gets kicked off this American Airlines flight because she wouldn't wear a mask and got a very hearty round of applause.
1: Start the clap, Kendall. Start the, the clap. Woo! You can all you want. But Just leave. We have flights to get.
0: And some other Karens of the week, a Seattle Karen, saw a black man in her neighborhood operating a camera drone and confronted him about his criminal activity and accused him of being a pervert. Thomas Samuel is actually a media freelancer who was hired by a real estate brokerage called Redfin to take photos of her neighbor's home and was licensed and approved. He explained this to her, but that didn't stop her from deploying her full arsenal of Karenness on him. And, of course, refusing to wear a mask in public puts other people's lives at risk. So does this uh, California Karen. She threatened to shoot a man at a grocery store because he asked her to put one on. The unidentified woman, who's been given the nickname NRA Karen on social media, repeatedly refused to wear a mask despite the state mandate and claimed that doing so would cause her to have an anxiety attack. I guess she'd prefer to give others an anxiety attack. After a fellow shopper asked her to put one on, she told him, you will get shot outside in this parking lot. Well, apparently, eventually she reached into her purse and, well, took out a mask, instead of a pistol. I'm not sure if police were actually called. This is KNN.
2: I am calling the police.
0: The Karen News Network. Moving on to other stupid mask news. You may have seen this, where a couple got themselves banned from all Walmart stores after a Nazi mask stunt. Yeah. Happened in Minnesota. A couple goes into this Walmart with Nazi flags over their mouths instead of face masks. (laughs) They claim they were just trying to prove a point about how making people wear masks will end up turning America into Nazi Germany. Well, that backfired. (laughs) And Walmart banned them from every single store in its chain for at least a year. You're sick. Yeah, you're sick. You have an illness. You
2: can't be American and wear that mask. I'm not you're wearing a swastika. If you for Biden, you're going to be in
1: Nazi Germany. That's what it's going to be like. I'm we not a Nazi. Not then why are you wearing the mask?
0: I'm telling you, don't know what's up with these people and the whole mask thing. Just weird. Speaking of weird, does your state have a weird town name? Every state's got one. Well. Believe it or not, I guess somebody had nothing else better to do while being locked down than to spend some serious time looking up the weirdest town name in all 50 states. Here's just some of my favorites. And of course, my number one favorite has to come from my home state of Arkansas and the town of Booger Holler. Yes, I have been to Booger Holler. I don't know. That also might even just tie with Toad Suck. But I think Booger Holler is still better. And then there's also Booger Hole in West Virginia. And number two is number eight, Missouri. But what about 56, Arkansas? Well, there's 96, South Carolina. And then there's Paint Lick, Kentucky. I'm not sure if that was leaded or not. Here's one. Accident, Maryland which is right down the road from Intercourse, Pennsylvania. And number five, Satan's Kingdom, Massachusetts. <laughs> yes, I don't know that I would pick that spot to open up your bed and breakfast. Uh, number six on the best town names of all time, Dummer, New Hampshire. Mm. Uh, and I like this, uh, Handsome Eddie, New York. Yeah, Eddie's the mayor, I guess. The founders of these three must not have been very impressed. We have Dull, Ohio. Boring, Arkansas. Yes. And Bland, Virginia. Some random sounds also made the list. Eek, Alaska. What Cheer, uh, Iowa. Zap, North Dakota. Ding Dong, Texas. And a lot of animal names, too. We got Frog Eye, Alabama. Catfish Paradise, Arizona. Flea Hill, Delaware. Chicken Bristle, Illinois. Elephant Butte, New Mexico. Plenty Bears, South Dakota. Mosquitoville, Vermont. Now, there's a place you want to retire to. And, of course, don't forget, Worms, Nebraska. No two towns are alike, I guess, right? Well, these two gals... Are sharing a boyfriend. Uh, it's the world's most identical twins. And they're sharing this boyfriend, and they want him to get them both pregnant at the same time. You see, what's important here is that this all sounds totally normal. 34 year old Anna and Lucy DeSinke living in Perth, Australia. They're identical twins. In fact, they were named the world's most identical twins at a festival, and they really take that seriously. They refuse to be more than a few feet apart. They dress alike. They share a job. They have the same plastic surgery. They eat the exact same number of calories. They exercise the same amount of time, and they even use the commode at the same time. I'd love to see that happen. Oh, and they do share the same boyfriend. He's 39 year old Ben Byrne. And say he, they say that he understands our bond. He may be the only person on planet Earth that does. So now they want him to get them both pregnant at the same time. Now, they're not totally sure how that's going to be possible, and they're thinking it might require IVF but that's the plan they say we want to experience pregnancy together now they did an interview in england and talked over each other the whole time and finished each other's sentences
1: the first night we met him we We kissed kissed him him, both of us we were like we really like this guy and let's see where it can go (laughs) we want to experience pregnancy (laughs) together Together. we want to do everything in my life together You know, we'll die together, we'll grow old together. We Um, shower together, we wake up together, we go to bed at the same time, we eat together, we're hungry together, everything is just the same. It could be obsessive, but this is how we
0: want to live our life, and we live as one person. I will be taking bets on how long this guy actually makes it being married to these twins before he completely loses his mind. Well, obviously you might expect with the pandemic, we have some interesting statistics, including the fact that, as I said earlier, um, being the comfort food of the pandemic, ice cream was number two. Well, ice cream sales are up. But guess what's down? (laughs) Deodorant. Social distancing apparently has fewer people reaching for the deodorant and just reaching for a pint of ice cream. Now, this was... um, done uh, by Unilever, which obviously makes deodorant and toothpaste and whatever, but there's been a drop in demand for personal care items. Uh, brands like Dove said lockdowns have led to a decline in sales, but Briars and Ben and & Jerry and Magnum have seen their sales increase. Unilever says consumers are eating more soups and using more meal kits and mayonnaise. <laughs> hey, nothing motivates people to follow social distancing guidelines like a lack of deodorant. You know, i tell you, the personal care items are down while ice cream and mayonnaise are up. That's kind of a weird combination. <laughs> I predict also a spike in celibacy. Unless, of course, you're dating identical twins. And now we've got the whole issue with people not wanting to wear masks. Now the police have gotten involved. They're setting up mask traps. And fining people if you put them on improperly. Maybe we should start with that guy holding the hearings. You know that I saw on TV, um, Nad- Nadler, that that Congressman Nadler, that 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 large individual who actually moved the mask off of his face and stuck it on his forehead so he could chastise the Republicans in the room for not wearing masks while getting a drink of water. These mask mandates, they've definitely proliferated across this fruited plain. And as a way of combating the spread of COVID, the one website Reason is saying the police are empowering to enforce the rules through fines and arrests. Enforcement varies between jurisdictions. However, some communities are aiming for voluntary compliance. Now, in Miami, Florida, the police there, kind of like a speed trap, they're setting up mask traps to catch people not wearing masks. Then they slap a $100 fine on them. This guy gets fined after his mask just slipped down past his nose as he was talking.
1: Look at this, they give him tickets for not wearing masks. It was like a trap. It was a mask trap. As I'm talking, it slides down a little bit, so my nose was naked. You have to wear it properly. You're not wearing it
2: properly. It's not it like you're wearing it at all. $110 Use a little more
1: common sense than ticketing people with masks on their actual face. Why don't you go after people who
0: have no masks? The Miami Herald actually reported the police there at Miami-Dade has issued 162 citations for violating the county's mandatory mask ordinance, which comes to a $100 penalty. Like I said, this one woman said she removed a mask in the parking lot of a Publix grocery store, and a police officer came up to her and gave her a ticket for not wearing a mask. Oh, she also noted the parking lot was practically empty, and she felt set up by police. Yeah, think? As you know, Walmart has now instituted a mandatory mask policy. I mean, they got you... You feel like you're like part of a uh, herd of cattle. They have one entrance set up. And they literally have you corralled around to come at a certain entrance and you it's like you're you're going through a checkpoint you've got a couple of walmart people there that that stop you a good what uh, 20 yards away from the front door so they can make sure you have your mask on they don't want any incidents once you get inside the building i'm telling you it's getting pretty amazing but yet a guy manages to go walking through walmart coughing on clothes He's a 39-year-old guy in South Carolina who's now facing two felony charges when he was walking through Walmart intentionally (coughs)
1: coughing
0: on the merchandise.
2: Oh,
0: my God. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you people? Kyle Arendelle was busted for aggravated breach of peace and malicious injury to property in connection with this disturbance at that Walmart. They saw him on video. It was recorded by a fellow shopper. Arendelle, who is not wearing his protective mask, deliberately goes and hacks on a variety of items as he pushes a blue cart across the store. Hacking loudly, Arendelle uh, intentionally caused a scene (laughs) while court records don't reveal why he went on this coughing rampage he allegedly claimed he could or did have COVID-19 Arendelle is now locked up in the county jail on $6,000 bail in light of his conduct cops say Walmart has now had to destroy merchandise because they could not sell quote infected damaged items. Really a shame that somebody would cough all over stuff, you know? Although, I mean, to be fair, some of the food at Walmart's going to make you sick anyway. This has got to be one of the most dangerous things that can happen in Walmart. I'd probably give that a, what, maybe an 8 on a scale of 1 to shopping on Black Friday? Well, this is a new one. A couple gets busted for going on a walk with her dog. (laughs) Naked. It's almost like some people have just forgotten how to behave outdoors after spending so much time in their home. Cops in Hopkinton, Massachusetts get a call about 6.30 in the morning about a couple who was walking their dog completely nude. Now to clarify, the couple was naked. I guess technically their dog was naked too, but the couple's nudity is what led the cops to get involved. When the cops tracked down the couple, 32-year-old Marielle Kinney and 30-year-old Kevin Pinto, both took off running. They call that streaking. They also call they also st- started attacking when the cops caught up to them. So they got arrested for indecent exposure, assault and battery on a police officer. Disturbing the peace, disorderly conduct, and resisting arrest. Now, I know you're thinking, why were they naked? The cops say, Marielle and Kevin wouldn't give them a straight answer. But the cops did say their dog Lucky is, quote, a very good dog. Good dog, good dog. <laughs> Walking a dog while naked. You know, it can be, it's pretty dangerous to do that, you know. I mean, you never know what Fido's going to sniff. Tough scene, though. I mean, when the arresting officers saw the naked couple, they moved their face masks to cover their eyes. (laughs) And a woman hits her boyfriend with a machete because he peed in bed. Now, you remember me talking on a previous podcast about the whole mess with Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and his peeing episode and her pooping in her bed episode and all this. I mean, what? What's going on? I mean, isn't peeing the bed... As an adult, punishment enough, though, for this guy? He's a 39-year-old guy from Deer Park, Illinois. Peed in his bed. Maybe it's because he was drunk. I'm just guessing here. But no matter what the reason was, his 39-year-old girlfriend, Bofanari Om, was not happy. You might even say she was pissed. Sorry. She grabbed a machete that, I guess, was just, what, lying around the house somewhere? and whacks her boyfriend in the head with it. Fortunately, she hit him with the flat part, not the blade part. But still, he took him to the hospital with a serious head wound, and she got herself arrested on two felony battery counts. So COVID-19 steals our change, and this is what stores are doing to get more. I was, I was actually getting coffee early this morning, and sure enough, there's a sign... You know, we need your coins. Now, yeah, they want your change. Business wants your change. We have a coin shortage. Yes. Some retailers are asking you to pay with exact change or pushing debit and credit card payments as the ideal payment, cashless society kind of thing. But other retailers, like some big retailers like Target and Lowe's, they're actually putting signs in their windows asking you to turn in rolled coins for the equivalent in bills Oh, plus a free soda or sandwich. Huh. Well, that's good. Bribing people. The coin shortage has really been caused by people who would normally pay cash at stores while they're staying home during the early days of the pandemic. Now, Mark Hamrick, he's a senior economic analyst at Bankrate.com. He says cash is not moving as quickly and freely across the economy as it normally would. The Federal Reserve is even encouraging banks to order only the coins they need to meet near-term customer demand and help replenish supplies by removing barriers to consumer deposits of loose and rolled coins like stop charging you for rolling your coins or you know for using the coin roller or whatever you know experts say the uh, coin shortage should be short-lived and uh, note that it should correct itself. No, it is not some government conspiracy theory, but it is helping along the entrepreneurial spirit.
2: America is facing a coin shortage. And if you have a bunch of coins lying around the house, then call Cash for Cash. We'll give you cold hard cash for your cold hard cash. Cash for Cash is great. I got a crisp $20 bill for just 100 quarters. Oh, wait a second. your dimes, nickels, and even those weird gold dollar coins that look like Chuck E. Cheese tokens, and Cash for Cash will make you rich. They sent me 50 bucks for just $301 Sacagaweas. I just made a profit of... I'm an idiot. Cash for Cash even accepts pennies. Just pay our low 19.99 penny handling fee. Wow, how could I lose? You can't, unless you know how to add. Nope, I went to public school. Thanks, Cash for Cash. So call Cash for Cash
0: today, because the best way to make money is by throwing it away. And speaking of all this loose change, this guy turns in some loose change that has a big payoff. And you know those kind of people. They throw all their spare change in a jar for a rainy day. My wife does it all the time. In fact, she's got one of these little coin banks that actually has a digital counter. As you put in different coins, it actually tells you how much it is, and you can keep her running tallies to how much is in the jug. Okay, This guy named Jim Holton, though, he lives in Wau- uh, Wauwatosa, Wisconsin. He has collected spare change for so long Let's just say he saved up more coins than most. This is why we have a coin shortage. But he started actually saving his coins like 20 years ago when his oldest son was born. Now, what he'd planned to do was to just keep it going until his youngest son graduated from high school. But, you know, we got this nationwide coin shortage. So he lugged all of his money to the bank three years ahead of time than he had originally intended. He was thinking maybe he'll get him, you know, what, 1500 bucks in cash, <clears throat> do something fun, like maybe a trip to Europe. Instead, he walked away with a total of $5,366.05. <clears throat> <clears throat> he says he will not be hoarding coins again in the immediate future. The whole coin shortage, however, has not been so rewarding to our um Hillbilly correspondent from Mountain View, Arkansas, Mountain View Margaret.
1: Well, apparently there's a nationwide coin shortage, but I'm about to solve all that. (laughs) You see, there are two things I got a surplus of. Cartons of menthols and coins. Oh, I got a buttload of coins. Oh, I got a bunch of pennies because whenever I divorced Skeeter, the judge decided he had to give me half of all his money. Oh, he was madder than a wet hornet about it. So he showed up at the courthouse with $221, all in pennies. (laughs) Oh, and I got a bunch of quarters, because whenever I divorced Radon, he had to give me child support each month, and since he ran illegal slot machines out of the back of a truck stop, each month I'd just get a horse feed bag filled to the brim with quarters that smelled like uh, diesel fuel and corn dogs. Okay, I gotta go. I'm trying to get to the bank early and I still gotta dig some more holes in the yard to find out where I hid all these dang coins.
0: So, um, we're all wearing masks. We're being fined if we don't wear masks. We won't go, we're not allowed into Walmart without masks. But now this is creating another problem. Women in masks are now reporting a rise in Aggressive eye contact from men. That's right. This pandemic means all these required face masks. It's becoming a lot more normal and accepted. However, in light of that, more new social issues are being created. UN Women UK Executive Director Claire Barnett says this. As we work to build back better following lockdown... We need to prevent the lack of witnesses of antisocial behavior due to less populated public spaces, as well as the anonymity face coverings can provide, leading to further rises in harassment and threatening actions toward women and girls and minority groups. What? This comes as women are taking to social media, reporting a rise an in intimidating behavior from those men wearing masks what is up with that what is this a bunch of karens out here one person writes does anybody else feel like men are way more aggressively demanding eye contact in public since we all started wearing masks another one shares so much hard staring happening and i can't diffuse the attention by smiling like women are conditioned to do it's so weird <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, my God. You know what I'm going to do? If you see me wearing my mask and sunglasses, that's why. I don't want to look at you. I mean, I was told in one of my radio jobs years ago that I have angry writing. Really? i If I'm lying, I'm dying. I have angry writing. Now I have angry eye contact or aggressive eye contact or something. I don't know. What is with you people? I mean, nobody likes it. But look, we need to save each other one way or another.
2: If you want to get out of the city, book a flight on a good airline. Put a mask on no matter where you fly Now my girl, I know masks ain't pretty. It's something we have to do. Cover up our stores, will eject you? I know. Watch it, Karen.
0: And could it be the Major League Baseball season is already in jeopardy? Yeah, we've already had a bunch of Miami Marlins players testing COVID positive. Yep, MLB is off to a rather shaky start after these players tested positive for coronavirus, admitting that seven more players and two coaches now have it. And three other Marlins players testing positive along with another player the week before that. So at least thirteen people now in that organization have gone down in recent days. And two games were postponed with the Marlins home opener against the Orioles being shelved, and one other game was on hold this past week. New York Yankees Philadelphia Phillies game was can was called off because New York would have had to use the same locker room as the Marlins had used. Derek Jeter, part owner of the Marlins, and he puts out a statement saying the postponing the games was the correct decision to ensure we take a collective pause and try to properly grasp the totality of the situation. Now, not clear what all this means for the Marlins season or just for baseball. A lot of folks think we should just not even have baseball. But the commissioner, Rob Manfred, had a call with the owners and said there are no plans to pause the season or shut it down. Now, the Dodgers pitcher David Price is one of the players who's opting out this year. He ripped Major League Baseball on Twitter. He said, "Part of the reason I'm at home right now is because players' health wasn't being put first, and I can see that hasn't changed." So, with all this hullabaloo going on, I think we probably need to get an update from ESPN Sports Center.
2: Welcome back to Sports Center with our MLB update. The Marlins and Orioles' score on Monday postponed. And the Phillies and Yankees score postponed. And the scores in the rest of the league MLB Zero COVID-19.
0: You got to be extra careful, you know, because the Marlins aren't exactly known for beating things, you know. Well, are you ever going to be able to go back to a non-flexible work schedule? I mean, this pandemic has brought flexible work schedules to so many millions of people, and some of us actually like it. We're experiencing it for the first time for some of us, you know. And this new survey is out that says that more than three quarters of Americans say they don't think they'll be able to ever go back to working a regular schedule that's not flexible. At the beginning of the year, you know, before this pandemic was even on our radar, about half the people said that they wish they had more flexibility at work. Now, 78 percent say it's absolutely necessary survey found that more than three out of five people say they want to keep that having that option to work from home even once this is all over a lot of dreamed of being able to work at home but staying at home all the time maybe that wasn't part of that dream but now though we might be able to fix that you can have the feeling of working at that office back again right at home
1: Has working from home made you long for the good old days of working at the office? Well, thanks to the new OfficeMate XL, it'll feel like you've never left. Modeled after every humorless boss around the country, the OfficeMate XL will greet you every morning just like a real corporate bean counter. Look at the time, Bob. Glad you could join us this morning. You'll also enjoy classic passive aggressive barbs like this one. You look tired, Bob. I know it can't be from working late. The OfficeMate XL. Order online today. Nice try, Bob. But the OfficeMate XL is not a legitimate business expense. It's like being in the office again. Hurry. Supplies are limited. 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 Limited.
0: Limited. I don't know if you saw this the other day, but um, our chief coronavirus expert, Dr. Fauci, you know that throughout that wild pitch for the first pitch of baseball, Well, now he's saying, not only do we need to wear a mask after he first said we did need to wear a mask, but now he says we have to wear a mask. But now he's also saying we need to cover our eyes as well. I am not making this up. That's right. Masks and goggles. Oh, and make them tinted goggles so the women can't see our eyes, so that way they won't feel like we have aggressive eye behavior. Well, there's a few things, though, that annoy folks about fal- Dr. Fauci, you know, but there's also some things that annoy Dr. Fauci. Yes, he's not thrilled, you know, when the president and all the members of the administration throw him under the bus from time to time. <laughs> That's just some of the things that annoy Dr. Anthony Fauci, such as strangers calling him Tony when his nickname is really T Dog. Or those times when Dr. Burks comes to a task force meeting with a major flatulence issue. Ooh, I hate that. Mrs. Fauci wants one of those Will and Jada arrangements, see. Also, when people ask Dr. Fauci if he's ever played Sophia on the Golden Girls. Never thought of that. One of the other things that really annoy Dr. Fauci is, well, dedicating decades of your life to science and then... Being taken as seriously as a shirtless guy in a basement who made you a YouTube video. Or Mike Pence constantly asking him to develop a vaccine that will prevent homosexuality. <laughs> that'll... One of the other pet peeves, I guess, of Dr. Fauci is Oprah giving a TV show to that bald dope with a mustache instead of him. Or looking for something on a high shelf. Or nobody's asking Dr. Fauci to join the cast of Grey's Anatomy. That really annoys him. Well, Dr. Fauci does say the reason his recent first pitch was so lousy. Well, because he destroyed his arm while practicing the day before the game. I mean, look, it was still more accurate than some of his medical advice. I mean, Dr. Fauci is uh, really living up that celebrity life. I think next, I think he's going to be the masked singer. That would be great. The farther you are away from Dr. Fauci, though, when he tosses that baseball. I think the safer you're going to be. Hello, I'm Dr. Anthony
2: Fauci, and I invite you to Fauci's Baseball Camp, where everyone can go outside. At Fauci's Baseball Camp, we keep our pitches socially distant from other humans. And we'll flatten your curve at an alarming rate. Fauci's Baseball Camp,
0: where nobody catches anything. Play ball! Yeah. Actually, uh, Dr. Fauci's first pitch baseball card has actually sold over 50,000 times. Yes, his baseball success is so great, they've actually started putting him in other baseball situations.
2: Dr. Fauci's baseball card showing his first pitch has sold more than any other baseball card ever. And now he's taking advantage of his baseball fame. My pitch, just a bit outside. It's Dr. Fauci in baseball movies like Field of Vaccines. If you build it. He will come. Yeah, but if you wear a mask, you will flatten the curve. A league of their own, virologists. Do you have corona? Do you have corona? There's no corona in baseball. And the pride of the CDC. Today, I consider consider myself myself the luckiest luckiest man man on on the coronavirus task force. It's Dr. Fauci in baseball movies, coming soon to theaters, if they ever open again.
0: called insane Eric Lane. It's the Week in Review. Joe Biden calls President Trump America's first racist president. It's kind of an odd statement because other, pres- other presidents have owned slaves. Although I guess you can't ask a guy to remember history when he doesn't remember what he came into the room for. You- you'd think he'd remember George Washington, though. They went to high school together. I mean, now that president thinks biden should take a cognitive test now if he needs help studying i think this is a great tool for politicians as well as kids if you need to pass the cognitive test for the oval office
2: there's just one program for you it's hooked on politics
1: I was so proud of myself when I read a chapter book. I knew I was smarter than both candidates. When my son put letters and words together, I said, you did it. You could be president. Hooked on Politics taught my son that you can run a country with only a
2: fourth grade reading level. Order today to get Hooked on Politics all on CD-ROM.
0: Must be 70 years or older to be president. And Amber Heard testified that Johnny Depp once vandalized a painting given to her by one of her girlfriends. Oh, would these two just get back together already?
2: Hello, I am Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. I'd like to sincerely apologize for the constant updates on our nasty feuds. We didn't think everybody would have to hear about the time I got jealous and set fire to the sofa or the time I spread raw meat throughout the house, or when I left a farewell gift by pooping the bed. Sorry for that. It's unfair that every time you read the news, you see our names pop up in a headline, then cringe while learning every detail of our divorce. On the bright side, this makes your marriage look like a walk in the park. Apologetically yours, Amber Heard, and Johnny Depp.
0: And as I said earlier, the 60 game season of baseball got underway in Washington with a game between the Yankees and the Nationals. They filled the stands with those cardboard cutouts of fans. Frankly, I didn't think they looked realistic because none of them were staring at their phones. And Dr. Fauci, you know, threw out the first pitch. Of course, I'll never forget the time when Bill Clinton did it <laughs> and he throws Hillary out onto the field and they were like, no, Mr. President, we said the first pitch. Pitch. Wall Street Journal poll found that thirteen percent of voters are undecided on who they'll be voting for come November. And that's just in the Trump campaign. That's a crazy race, I'm telling you. Voters are really unsure of who they'll vote for, you know. Joe Biden is just unsure of who's running. Former National Security Advisor Susan Rice is said to be one of the front runners to be Joe Biden's vice presidential pick. Now They know each other so well, I guess she can finish his sentences, which is pretty helpful with Joe. Biden promised to pick a woman of color, so let's not reel out Elizabeth Warren. Told you about Walmart banning that Minnesota couple for wearing the Nazi face masks in the store. Of course, they're still going to be able to shop at the KKK Mart. There were 17 Jersey Shore lifeguards that tested positive for Corona after going to a party in Surf City. (laughs) Craziest part is after attending the party at Jersey City, they were actually being tested for other things. Vladimir Putin announced that the Russian Navy will soon be equipped with hypersonic nuclear weapons and hypersonic underwater drones. They're currently testing them on the people who voted against him. They're expected to be ready in September, which is also when the pumpkin spice hypersonic nuclear weapons come out. Google is developing smart tattoos that'll work like touchscreens and become the next generation of wearable technology. Another day, another product that'll cost an arm and a leg. You know it's time for a new device, though, when it gets wrinkly. Former White House intern Monica Lewinsky went viral for her response to the hashtag I have a joke. The way the hashtag works, see, is you mention a topic that you're going to tell a joke about were it not a problem with this one problem with the joke. For instance, I have a joke about Ikea, but it needs a setup. See, it's kind of like a pun. Well, anyway, Monica writes, I have a joke about a White House intern, but... Never mind. For those of you not familiar, Monica Lewinsky was a White House intern back when the president didn't mind if you took a knee. The co-chair of Bernie Sanders' campaign says that voting for Joe Biden is like eating half a bag of, um, well, um, poopy. Frankly, it's the nicest thing anyone on Bernie's campaign has ever said about Joe. The nice thing is, though, at Joe's age, you get that bag for half price. And Warner Media is investigating the Ellen DeGeneres show, following numerous accounts of hostile work environments. Yes, apparently people are just sick of dancing. Ellen had similar complaints back when she was on CBS. A lot of people don't realize that she had a show on CBS. It was called Not Everybody Loves Raymond.
2: When Ellen DeGeneres cultivates a toxic work environment, it's up to David Caruso to get to the bottom of it. It's TSI, Talk Show Investigations. What do we got?
1: Horatio, the Ellen Show is suspected of discrimination and bad working conditions.
2: Hmm, it seems like not everything Ellen does is so hunky. Dory. Is she a comedian or a complete tyrant? TSI Talk Show Investigations. Horatio, Ellen won't cooperate. She's given us no information. Sounds like Ellen keeps dancing around the issue. He's out to find who isn't being kind. TSI Talk Show Investigations.
0: And the NBA is investigating L.A. Clippers guard Lou Williams who was excused from the bubble to go to that funeral, but was spotted at the nightclub and a strip club. Of course, either way, he was visiting with a stiff. He'd been whistled for going after loose balls, you might say. And of course, making matters worse, he got called for a three-second violation in the champagne room. And U.S. lawmakers grilled the CEOs of four of the world's most powerful tech companies— with Tim Cook of Apple, Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, Jeff Bezos of Amazon, and Sundar Pichai of Google. They all testified remotely in the antitrust hearing. Now, they were originally supposed to testify in person, but they didn't have a charging station for Zuckerberg, you see. All these tech CEOs, they're all accused of selling our data and manipulating the search results, which is uh, yet another reminder that Tom from MySpace was the one that got away. The Mars rover Perseverance departed for the Red Planet this week and scheduled based on the weather, you see. They had to make the scheduling sometime between the hours of 7 a.m. and 9 a.m., at which point I I have to point out that it kind of sounds like they made an appointment with the cable company, you know. The name Perseverance, though, was submitted by a 5-year-old boy. He responded to a naming contest by using his mother's iPhone. And if you think he's good with technology... Now you should meet the five-year-old that built the iPhone in China. And so a new study now claims that people can eat 12 slices of pizza without doing any short-term damage to their health. It's a study, I think, brought to you by the fine researchers at the University of Dominoes, with a special help from the Little Caesars Institute. Come on, man. I mean, look, this doesn't even sound like a real study. I'll bet some scientists just got caught chowing down in the lab and was like, we're doing research. (laughs) Let me guess. They also found out how much beer you can drink, too. I mean, according to the scientists at the University of Bath, the human body can cope remarkably well with massive and sudden amounts of calories. Meaning you could eat 12 whole pizzas or two whole pizzas tonight and live to to tell the tale. You know, although you'll do most of that living in sweatpants, um, I guess. A Georgia mom was busted for bringing two, count them, two loaded pistols and a bag of marijuana into the Epcot Center. Down at Disney World, she's facing a $2,000 fine now, which is actually technically cheaper than a day at Epcot. You know, people with no kids will think she's some kind of a sick monster, but people with kids who've been to Disney will be like, she's only had two pistols that are loaded? I do think, though, that she's nuts for trying to sneak in marijuana, though. I mean, because with food prices at Epcot, getting the munchies would cost you thousands. Hollywood insiders say that Ellen's A-list pals have all deserted her when her show's now coming under fire, as I said earlier. Got this toxic atmosphere. Well, wait. Now, let me just get this straight. You're telling me, though, that people in Hollywood are fake? I don't see it. The NBA season relaunched at Disney World in Florida. As we said, the players are living inside this bubble where they're bonding over the one thing they all have in common. <laughs> Chloe Kardashian. The bubble is a big change of pace, though, to what the players are used to. You know, for one, there's no fans, which kind of throws everybody off but the Knicks. The social distancing bracelets mean that the league is finally going to call people for traveling. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Players are going to be tested daily, and unlike college, they can't have someone take the test for them. Now, the games at Disney World will still last about 48 minutes, or 30 if they have a fast pass. Underneath this genius, I'm simply a human. It's like a caveman thing or
2: something.
0: And now this week's Genius Award. And this week's Genius Award goes to, well, some dramatic video that was captured when a melee erupted at Puerto Rico's International Airport in San Juan after a drunken woman refused to get off a Philadelphia-bound plane. The chaotic incident took place at the Luis Muñoz Marlin or Marine International Airport, where the woman refused to disembark at the crew's request. Now, meanwhile, another passenger became ill around the same time, setting the stage for the ensuing bedlam after the captain canceled the flight by invoking a coronavirus policy that allows such action for an illness. Footage shared by passenger Jorge Luis Vargas captures the pilot's poorly received announcement. In a second video, a crowd of people is seen assaulting a woman inside the terminal. Two women involved refused medical attention and police were called and arrests were made (laughs) i'm not surprised that the plane was heading to philadelphia because look if you've ever been to an eagles game you know that philly types are prone to drunken violence i can even i just can't even imagine what that must be like in a puerto rican jail almost about as terrifying as walking around the city of philadelphia and then there is the Florida police who reported that a woman allegedly battered her father and attempted to grab his genitals during an argument over him not sharing his medical marijuana with her. Cops allege that 22-year-old Dakota D'Arienzo tangled with her 59-year-old dad, Luigi, inside his residence at the Pelican Way Mobile Home Park in Sebastian, which is a city just north of Vero Beach. As detailed in the arrest affidavit, the younger D'Arenzio reported and told police she and her dad were, quote, involved in an argument due to him sharing his medical marijuana with his friends, but not her. During the confrontation, Dorenzio allegedly pulled her father to the ground, tearing his shirt, and Luigi's girlfriend tells the cops Dakota attacked Luigi by pulling him down to the ground and by attempting to grab his genitals. The four-foot-eleven Dakota who suffered scratch marks on her back during the incident was arrested for a misdemeanor battery. Look, normally you would hear about people that smoke marijuana hitting the bowl. <laughs> it's kind of unfortunate that this situation escalated to hitting the balls. I mean, this guy can still hit the pipe, but now he's going to have a little trouble laying pipe. Or how about a Florida woman that tells the St. Lucie County Sheriff's deputies she had forgot about the drug pipe that an X-ray apparently had determined lodged in her anus. The case of the 34-year-old lady with an apparent crack pipe sequestered in her hindquarters happened back in the middle of June. (laughs) Investigators went to Orange Avenue and Rock Road west of Fort Pierce near the St. Lucie County Jail after the report of a possible impaired driver. Woman was slouched over the steering wheel of her Toyota, her foot on the brake, and the vehicle in drive. One person said the vehicle was there for about 20 minutes. After participating in field sobriety exercises, she was arrested on a DUI charge and was taken to jail where the X-ray showed a foreign object in her groin area. In addition to the DUI charge, the woman was arrested and charged with possession of drug paraphernalia and the introduction of contraband into a detention facility. (laughs) I totally empathize with this woman. I mean, I absolutely hate it. When you get so inebriated, you forget all about that drug pipe in your anus. You know, I tell you, forgetting about a drug pipe in your butt's pretty bad. This lady has uh, more than one type of crack problem, if you know what I mean. And what about this? An emu walks into a bar. Well, not anymore. An outback Australia watering hole has now barred the big birds from the premises following a series of um, flaps. <laughs> the emus, that's the largest native bird to Australia, they were originally raised near Queensland's remote uh, Yarraka Hotel and they've become kind of a local tourist attraction, according to the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. But you see, as they grow older, they start climbing the steps into the pub and, well, wreaking more havoc than any oversized patron by stealing customers' food and drinks and car keys and, well, <clears throat> relieving themselves inside. We didn't really want them becoming patrons in the hotel, said the hotel owner, Chris Gimblet. He tells the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, because when they do get in here, well, they behave a bit badly. Well, the solution was to erect ropes in front of the joint's doors, along with signs that read "Emus have been banned from this establishment for bad behavior." Can you imagine seeing some big hairy animal stealing drinks and urinating on the bar floor? Well, uh, come to think of it, I guess most of us actually do witness this at our local dive bars. <laughs> you know, women are used to dealing with disgusting creatures behaving badly in a bar, though. I mean, but at least. They normally buy her a drink, and you got to check this one out. A naked man walking around at an Englewood hotel identified himself as Petman when the deputies asked him for his name. The Charlotte County Sheriff's Office said they went to the Suncoast Inn after the manager reported a naked man had tried to get into his room. Deputies found a 49-year-old Christopher L. Jackson sitting at a table outside the hotel He was uncooperative and said only that I'm Batman when they asked him for his name. He told him that he had a room at the hotel and had locked himself out by accident. But the manager said Jackson was not a guest there. So he was arrested at the hotel for exposure and loitering and prowling and also had a warrant out of Sarasota County for a larceny charge. And he remains in the Charlotte County Jail in Florida. Of course, nobody expected it to be a guy named Chris Jackson, because, you know, when you hear somebody clearly not in their right mind claiming to be Batman, you'd think it was Joe Biden. Although Biden would probably never walk around a hotel naked. I mean, after all, guys his age only do that in the men's gym locker room. And then you'd never believe right here in Pennsylvania, troopers in Jefferson County said a man and a woman were arrested after they tried to burglarize a home that they mistakenly thought the family was at the airport. According to the Pennsylvania State Police, 30-year-old Jeremy Appleton and 36-year-old Andrea Roten entered the home believing the people who lived there had gone to the Dubois Regional Airport. Now, troopers said that they were very wrong about nobody being home, though. They say Roten tried to restrain one of the victims with a brazier before she escaped the home. Then the two rummaged through the kitchen and stole an unknown amount of prescription drugs. Now, Raton eventually left the home, assaulted another person while threatening to shoot him and his family and was eventually arrested. But meanwhile, they say Appleton fled in a vehicle as troopers arrived on the scene and he was taken into custody nearby and he'll be facing more charges pending a toxicology report. Kind of hard to believe, though, that a burglar restrained one of the victims with a bra. Mainly because I thought bras could only be used to hold back sweater puppies. (laughs) Residents of Jefferson County, Pennsylvania, are now kindly asking all citizens of Pennsylvania to please leave the criminal activity where it belongs in Philadelphia. Okay, one more. One man in London is taking his public mask wearing to his privates. Now, 32-year-old... Tim Sharif, a former Ninja Warrior UK contestant, startled Londoners when he took to Oxford Street wearing nothing but a face mask, positioned into a G string that barely covered his manhood, mocking a new law that has mandated mask wearing in public. Next thing you know, someone's going to try pulling the stunt at a Walmart. The Connecticut-born athlete is also a world champion free runner and vegan YouTube sensation and known for stunts like admitting to eating meat despite railing against eating animals. Now, the uh, Sharif's publicity stunt is reminiscent of Chelsea Handler, you know, who recently took to Instagram while working out, uh, working, uh, out wearing just sneakers, leggings, and two face masks tied together strategically placed to cover her chest. I bet this guy buys his face masks in bulk. What do you think? Huh? Of course, I say that because he seems to enjoy a package deal. And really, I'm, I'm not sure he was really mocking the law, frankly. I mean, maybe he was just genuinely confused about which head the mask is supposed to be situated on. And now I'll conclude on a passing thought. I think I'd be a terrible superhero. You know, I'd see the signal calling in the sky from home and be like, I literally just sat down. Oh, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with all your stupid friends and family so they can feel less self-conscious about their own stupidity. Of course, we can't do the podcast without a few acknowledgements. What? You think I write all this stuff by myself? Thanks to A List Comedy and Large Media, Premier Networks, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, Pulse of Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world, and if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Lane, and visit InsaneEricLane.com.